Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Educators Going Global. Today is July 2nd, 2022. Our topic is a big one, the nature of the beast, and we divided it into parts. So this is part one. Our guiding question is, what are international schools? So part of the question behind that is, where did these schools initially come from? I get this question a lot when I talk to people about international schools. Back in the day, typically the 50s and 60s, the trailing spouse of a business person or diplomat decided that, you know, I want my kids to have uh, the opportunity for an American education. And they would gather whatever expat kids were around and they would start a school, usually in somebody's house. And we've got a wonderful case study uh, to share with you. Audrey has a co-worker there at her school in Jamaica, uh, Anthony Morgan. And so be, be ready for a nice story, a going global story that tells the school the story of the American International School of Kingston and how it evolved over the past 28 years. Anthony, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. It's a pleasure. So my first question I have, you've been with the school for 28 years. That's a long time. That makes you the OG employee. And I'm wondering how your position has evolved over time and maybe a little bit about the origin of the school. Okay. The, uh, the origin of the school started from... Um, expatriates from overseas, um, different uh, countries, teachers. So one of the main one, um, while I was um, a security officer at the U.S. Embassy at the time, called name the company that I was working with called Intercon, which is no longer exists anymore. So the lady who started the school had two children in Jamaica and they were going to private school here before mm -hmm. they didn't like it <laughs> and from that that's where it started from a house a, a group of foreigners there were Venezuelan there were English there were Canadian there were Dutch okay. there and they all formed it from there and uh, as soon as I knew that that was about to form and get to move to another location and then quit my security job uh -huh. and get on board with them right there. Okay, so the school started very small as a group of uh, kids, of parents that knew this person at the embassy. And right. then, so as it grew, it moved around a little bit and the size of the school changed maybe and some teachers came on board. Tell me a little more about the growth and changes of the school. As it grew from home to another home, there was a great house where the U.S. Embassy is currently on. There was, I think it was owned by some um, Deno family here in Jamaica. And they rented a section of the house, the great house, so they started a private school there. And from there, it stayed there and grew a little, grew a little, but then it becomes where they have to move from that great house to another house. And that other house is still on the U.S. Embassy property, which would have been 2 to 6 Bamboo Avenue. And from there, we move into that house, which was uh, about a three-bedroom house. 
and from there that's where we started to grow again we realized that house becomes so small now mm. we have to move to another house right. and it was a blessing because the u.s embassies did have another house across and they rented it to to the school for doing that okay yeah so uh, please describe a little bit the school as it is today. It's on its own purpose-built campus mm -hmm. that's been here. You can tell us how long and then sort of who, what kind of kids are at the school, you know, the parents, etc., where they're from and that, and then the teachers, a little bit about the staff and where everyone's from. Okay, we now, after moving around from different locations, because we moved from one to two different locations, and the third one is our home, which is uh, to College Green Avenue. Now, as, as we move to College Green Avenue, the numbers keep going up because I people now realize they have a steady, they have a foundation. So growth will actually start it there. And growth did start. So it probably will move from 250, 300 or something like that, close to that. And there now we're going to have a diversity of student so you would have student from germany uh italy uh, belgium us um france um i don't want to leave out any but it's a wide range what about and jamaica oh yes how many uh, roughly jamaica population was was a greater one more numbers yeah. come in from Jamaica. Yeah. Yes. Do you know the percentage or? Not sure, but usually the Jamaican population outdo yeah. the foreigners. Roughly half, maybe something like that. Uh, uh, yeah, our quarter. Quarter. Oh, quarter. Okay. Put it right. about a quarter. All right. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So thank you. That gives us a little bit of an idea of the school, where it came from, where it is today. One last question. Do you have a fun story to share about as the school was growing or changing? Yes, my fun story, which is my favorite story. When the school started their art room, which we never had an art room, it was on a patio of oh. one of these houses, a back patio. Yeah. And from the patio, it moved to a car porch as we changed location. And that to me was fun. Yeah. Because it's changed from a patio to a carport to now today we have a state of the art building, which is great. Oh. That is fun. Thank <laughs> you. So that's the thing. These schools start small, they grow and develop, things change, you know, the clientele word spreads mm -hmm. and oh, people yes. start to realize and then the clientele changes and you know, most of these schools have a very similar story. So thank you so much, Anthony, for being with us today. So thank signing you. off from the American International School of Kingston in Kingston, Jamaica. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Take care. I thought that was fun. In 30 years, I have not met someone who was part of the original group that established a school. And now we have so many other types of English language international schools that have been created along a multitude of models. It's so true. We have what's called an American school. We have what's called an international school. We have American international schools. And then actually these are not new, but 
There have been for a long time Department of Defense schools, also known as Dodds schools. And of course, there's the full range of nationalities where the French and the British, Italian, Japanese, Australian, Korean, Chinese, Canadian, and others have their own schools as well. And you might have heard of the UNIS schools, which stands for the United Nations Schools. Um, my last place was in Vietnam, so there was one, or is one, in Hanoi. There are the United World Colleges. And, of course, now there's this huge growth in more local less international schools, but they're English language based. Thank you for joining us today on Educators Going Global. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all the other usual suspects. Please subscribe, like us, and leave a review on Apple and Spotify, and let your teaching friends know about us so we can grow our community. Please reach out at educatorsgoingglobal at gmail.com and join our Facebook group, Educators Going Global, if you have ideas, comments, or wish to share a going global story of your own. You can also find us on Instagram at Educators Going Global. Please visit our website as well, www.educatorsgoingglobal.com. All our podcast episodes are on there by topic, along with blog posts, going global stories and our ever-growing resource library for now this is audrey and david inviting you to travel teach and connect with us